Thank you to DJ Jacques and Winstrong. Welcome to episode 48 of Free Weed. This is Danny Danko. This week we're breaking down the 26th annual High Times Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam with competition coordinator Craig Coffey. This year's event was a major success and included a huge upset in the coffee shop category. We're going to discuss all the winning pot and hash as well as some of our personal favorites and some of the musical acts. So please stick around. All right, so yes, uh, episode 48 of Free Weed. This is Mike Hughes, and with me, as always, is Danny Danko. Yes. Yes, and we are just back from Amsterdam. Yeah, we are just back from Amsterdam at yeah. the 26th annual High Times Cannabis Cup in Amsterdam. Which explains why uh, last Thursday there was no free weed. Yeah, well, we we were on stage doing the award show and things of that nature, so... That went very well, by the way. You, you gave a, an award to Jorge Cervantes, your yeah, mentor. Yeah, a lifetime achievement award named for Dr. Lester Grinspoon, which was, uh, yeah, far more daunting to me than uh, announcing the winners of the cup even because it was just like, you only get one chance for this. And uh, That was a personal one, yeah. Yeah, he's quite a mentor and uh, uh, advisor and friend and all of those things. So So you know what? We are going to get pretty deep into all of this cup recap. We're going to talk about all of that. We're going we're, we're gonna to dig deep into it. But before we get started, I just want to hip everybody listening to my new favorite thing in the world. <laughs> A video has surfaced on the interwebs in which, basically, in Seattle, at the Seattle uh, High Times Cannabis Cup, somebody was going around with a jar that had a little bud in it, but the top was electri- uh, electrified. So they, they gave a it to you to jar. try to, it was a prank jar, and you, you were supposed to try to open it to get to the bud, but before you could, it would electrocute you, and it's hilarious. And uh-huh. There's this great video, we're going to link it up uh, you know, in the text here, you can see Dan getting shocked. Let's have a listen. <laughs> <laughs> now that 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 scream that you give there is uh, I mean, that's like a three-year-old child screaming it's, it's hilarious it's high-pitched but it's not too high-pitched you know it's just I mean? right well it's the it's face just, you make it's, is priceless. It's at the, the highest level of pitch that right. is acceptable i think oh my god this is like this is a game changer <laughs> folks i gotta say i'm like uh, it's probably gonna go viral at this point <laughs> oh, I mean, I can't get enough of this. All right. All right. They got everybody enough, with that thing. They uh, did. They yeah. got me. They got everybody. But you have the best reaction. <laughs> so enough tomfoolery. We got a lot to talk about here. Yeah. Um, a lot to go through. And here's what I thought. Um, you know, usually you are a judge at these cups. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So usually what we do is, you know, we do a general recap of the winners and then we kind of dig into your category a little. But this time right. you had the unique perspective of doing intake yes. along with uh, our Craig Coffee, mm-hmm. our coworker. So what do you say we bring Craig on and you guys can kind of go through all of the stuff that was entered? Yeah. Because you saw it all. We saw everything. All right, let's do that. Okay, so, you know, what a lot of people don't know 
is you're a very public face when it comes to high times, but there's a lot of people more behind the scenes that really make these competitions go. And such is the case for this gentleman here. He is uh, the director of technology when we're here in New York, but on the road, he's the competition coordinator. He's also my roommate here at High Times. Craig Coffey, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, if this was a TV show, I guess I'd have a fuzzy box over my face right now. We're going to blur you out, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, you guys basically ran the intake. So why don't you tell people what that entails for something like the Cannabis Cup? Right. Well, it was my first time doing it. I've always been a judge um, up until now. Um, I feel like it's something I was born to do anyway. Um, but Basically, the people come in um, with their entries and you, you know, you, they have entry forms and they fill, out, fill those out and you talk to them about their entry. Um, yeah, and uh, Craig's been doing it a lot more than me. So it was a, I was, as a first timer, it was just interesting to see from that perspective. Uh, it's, a, it's a detail-oriented job and uh, I'm sure a lot of people can agree it's sometimes tough in this industry to like maintain and do detail-oriented shit for two straight days. But you know, we get it done. Yeah, and what's cool is there's like triple checking everything, you know, like once the person's written down the, the name of their company and the name of their entry, you know, we show it to them, we write it down separately and show it to them and, and let them know like, hey, if you win, this is what it's gonna, we're gonna say and what it's gonna say, so. And that's important because there's a lot of, not only money at stake, but this is people's pride and joy that yeah, they're giving to you. Absolutely, so. we wanna get it right and we want them, you know, happy with what, you know, what occurs. And, you know, it also gives them the feeling that, hey, maybe I could win this thing, you know? It's like... Uh, I've always thought, too, like, the, you know, at a longer-term level, the things that win in this contest eventually affect what me as a retail consumer get to smoke, you know? And uh, that's why I think it's important to pick the, the best thing in that market, because five years down the road, that's what, you know, the guy in my local neighborhood is going to be trying to sell me. That's a really interesting point, because when we get to some of the winners, you're going to notice that the, some of the weed is stuff that, that is won previous cups in the States here. So, sure. Okay, so uh, also, tell us. Also, meeting, meeting the different characters, you know, the, the American Seed Company people, the Dutch coffee shop owners. I mean, just uh, the amount of people that are part of this industry that have made this a major part of their lives. And, like, you know, this is their moment to, to, to show off what they've gotten and, and, and explain what they've done for the past year. And, you know, being a part of that is, is you know, priceless and right. And, amazing. and now th this competition's a little different from the ones we have in the states, and that there's uh, what are the, what are the categories here? Right. Uh, well, the the number one thing is basically coffee shop flowers, but but that's the the cannabis cup. So that's voted on by all of the attendees. Anyone who bought a judge's pass uh, from us votes on that. So we get over a thousand votes on that one. But then we have the seed company contest, which is seed company indica, seed company sativa, seed company hybrid, and seed company hash. Those obviously we can't let thousands of people judge because those people aren't providing uh, samples of that size. So uh, basically we have a panel of people, uh, expert judges that we bring over that aren't affiliated with any of the companies And that's involved. something that, Craig, you assemble, right, those judges? Uh, well, us as a, uh, as a staff, um, we kind of like, you know, spend the year meeting people and trying to figure out who would fit this role well and uh you know it's usually a mixture of people who uh work in the industry at some level some of them own sea banks or maybe dispensaries but not in the market that, that the competition is in for example we could bring somebody from denver to amsterdam to judge but you couldn't have somebody who lives in amsterdam and works in amsterdam judging necessarily because you don't want to have like uh, any kind of conflict of interest yeah, or, yeah, or you, voting you, for you, their friends instead of the best bud or anything like and and we've brought winners from other cups in to judge in regions where they're not you know based out of and so that's pretty interesting too and i imagine nothing makes somebody happier than getting to be a high times judge at one of these cups oh, right? you know, I, 
I've seen it. They're always happy when they get the box, but at some point, and a lot of judges uh, process, it's, you know, it's four days for them. Um, there's a turnaround, and it, it usually happens, like, some point in day two where they realize that this is actually going to be a fucking work. It's you work. Know, it's, yeah. it's hard, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of things to get through, and there's we're like taking it seriously. It's not casual, it's not casual pot smoking. We're so used to, <laughs> even, even people who smoke a lot are used to casual pot smoking, mm. you know. It's like uh, binge pot well, smoking. It's, yeah. and it's like homework, too. And you're paying you attention to... and you're writing notes. And or like, yeah. if I see one of my indica judges taking a dab in a coffee shop, I'll come and have Just a conversation. Guy let's, <laughs> let's talk here for a minute. You know, what are you here to do now? <laughs> All right, so and you're staying on top of everybody. Yeah. Right. And, and so, okay. We saw some fantastic entries. I mean, that's... In, yeah, that's, let's talk about the weed. What, what did you guys see? Well, I mean, we saw everything, but um, things that stood out. I mean, obviously, the winners of all the seed company contests were outstanding uh tangy some tangy in the sativa category samari uh from soma in the hybrid category uh the tangy was reserva and uh the uh, indica winner was white walker og from gold coast uh collection now, i remember craig salivating noticeably about that right yeah well they're they're hash too it was second oh, it was, the hash, it was right, second yeah. in the, yeah i mean the indica was incredible and you can tell from that strain and smoking it why it makes such wow. great hash as well it took second here uh, in Amsterdam to the Lemon Cleaner OG from Archive Seed Bank, TC Labs, Terpex, and Emotech. But it, uh, it, that was the closest contest they of the bunch. They got beat by a super group. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it took a f- collaboration of four different you know, companies, basically, and, and people, uh, an expert grower, an expert breeder, an expert uh, you know, uh, hash maker. Not to take anything away from the winner either. The winner was fantastic. Oh, they, incredible. Yeah, and it really boiled down kind of to, you know, shatter versus butter and yeah, so while shatter we're talking, versus wax. And, while we're talking about the hash, can you explain to people who may not know, in Amsterdam, you can't really have like a, a hash oil category. Is that right? Right. So we just call it seed company hash and people enter, you know, whatever it is they want. In fact, a solventless wax took third place out of a category with over 15 entries uh, the Chem Blend Solventless Wax from mm. Elemental Seeds, uh, Essential Extracts, and Johnny Trill. That's uh, a nicotine also? Yeah, there, yeah, that's elemental? one of his projects, yeah, with uh, uh, essential, uh, essential extracts. extracts. Yeah, it really so, says something when uh, one of those solventless can compete in a category full I'm, of incredible you know, con- inc- of solvent concentrates. Yeah, incredible for them to place with that. Normally, we would even give away... Uh, an extra award for the best solventless, but we didn't have to do this in this case because a solventless placed. Very impressive, yeah. So how did this, uh, Craig, you did this last year. How did these uh, these hashes stack up you know, years past? Well, I th- you know, the, the scene over there is still, they own like import hash, you know, water hash, dry sift, all that kind of stuff. It's still the capital of the world for that sort of stuff as far as I'm concerned. But um, the BHO scene that is dominant here is just starting to creep in there. So last year, I think only, we only saw maybe two or three samples that you could call like dabs, you know, something you could truly dab, whatever the solvent it was made with doesn't matter. But um, I'd say this year, probably triple that. You know, there was at least six or eight categories. We saw three coffee shops selling stuff. There was a... Uh, Bush Doctor, you could actually buy by the 0.2 gram at an affordable. You know, it's pretty expensive. That's another thing in the shops there. This isn't a they cheap product. They had the tangy wax. Yeah, and it, it was pretty good. I would be pretty happy in, in the states if I had bought that as a, like a street consumer. Hmm. Interesting. Um, we should also mention an incredible thing happened at this cup uh, for the past 13 years since 2000. Uh, it's been either greenhouse or 
Barney's that has taken first place in coffee shop flowers voted on by the general public. And um, that's also not to say that that contest isn't somewhat of a popularity contest as well, because you're talking about thousands of people voting. And uh, if right, you, so anyone who has a, a judge's pass can, can sample these and then vote, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. That's we have right. the voting process over the course of three days at the expo. And uh, yeah, it was busy voting this year. And for the first time, a different shop won, and it was Green Place with Rolex OG Kush, uh, which is a Devil's Harvest strain. Um, and, and that's something they carry all year round, Mo told me, over there. It's not yeah. just a special cup thing. They have that the entire year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have that affiliation with uh, DH, and, and uh, Green Place is definitely... I mean, they've, they've placed uh, third so many times, and they've been in there so many times, and it's just, you know, it's nice to see somebody else win for once i mean greenhouse huge greenhouse's entry time. was incredible the flower bomb kush which won last year took second this year and uh bush doctor took third but as with um, the tangy with which tangy. is just everywhere yeah. yeah everywhere and you know as uh someone on the intake side you could see you know what took fourth and fifth and sixth and all of them were i mean gray area had strains in there uh, perfect pick yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah, perfect pick was right there. And, and I what mean, I thought was interesting, this is a popular vote, but Craig, you told me that you actually have judges anyhow on this category. Well, like we we have a, a computerized judging system that we give to our seed company judges, and there's only three to five of them in a category, so it's a small group, you know. Um, so we decided just to use this feature, you know, like we, we the people are going to decide the popular choice at these cups, and we wanted them just have a look and for our own information know what was great pot in town and you know um in some cases our blind panel of experts selected you know almost uh, right in line with what the the popular choice was which yeah, is you gotta like that kind of right? surprising to me yeah. honestly like i gotta say like you gotta give shouts to arian man like you know people get on that guy all the time saying he buys cups or whatever who knows if that happens or not but our blind judges put him in third place you know without having any idea what was there and there was 24 samples in that kit yeah wow. so, yeah um, we should also mention something interesting uh, the TH Seeds guys, guys uh, did this year is they actually took packs of seeds that they sell uh, and grew those seeds out and entered that as their bud. Not some, something that they had as clones for just for breeding purposes, not something that um, they created especially to enter, but literally what you would get as a customer of their seeds, okay? And I think that was really something monumental. And they did well. I mean, we saw, um, you know, through the... through the um, Their Indica entry in particular, it was the MK Ultra, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. It was right on the margin. It, it was right there in the conversation for winners at the end. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and, and that's something that they literally sell to the consumer, which means you can grow cup-winning pot, um, and I think yeah, I just from their seeds. Right. I it's thought great. that was an interesting thing to do. You know, that's like, you know, that's something we would almost take for granted back home. Although, you know, people grow clone onlys all the time to win these things. So it was cool that they actually grew their own seeds and opened packs of seeds that they would sell to a customer and uh, use that as their cup entries. You know, that's just goes to show, uh, you know, 20 years of of uh, TH seeds and all that they've accomplished. Uh, Not just coats over there with Hempworks, the great, <laughs> exactly. great genetics as well. Okay, so let's swing back, and I just want you guys to kind of tell us uh, some of the big standouts. You guys oversaw this whole intake, this whole competition. What were the, some uh, of the strains that just popped off for you? Winter is near. It's all about the walker, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, white, a, I'm white. a walker smoker now. I don't even smoke oil anymore. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not. But it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what, what does that mean? Tell, tell us what that means. 
it, it's just the firest of the fire OGs. Uh, you know, they call it White Walker, I think, partly just because it's so frosty and covered with trichomes. But the flavors there, the cure, the burnability, all of it. I mean, it's just, you know, for, for the Indica uh, winner, White Walker, and for the second place, uh, White Walker OG, um, you know, shouts to Gold Coast for just creating an incredible product. And um, I mean, Craig has told me in the past that the, the stuff that disappears the first from all the judges' kits is usually a good indication of what won. And that one was getting scarce quickly, right? Like, you know, the judges get three samples, one gram each of, of each thing in their kit. And uh, by the ending of day one, I had judges coming to me asking for that and for the, the, the sample that won, the Terpex, uh, the, lemon. the lemon cleaner. Yeah, um, I got to say the OG Ghost Train Haze from Rare Dankness that Dankness was entered yeah, in Sativa. I mean, that was just phenomenal. I I really got to peruse uh, some of the Sativas. Jack is back from Loud uh, Loud 9 Genetics. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the real you know, hazy Another hazes. interesting one, the, um, there was, the Diesel Tonic was uh, almost won the, uh, the CBD cup and still took a regular cannabis cup. Yeah, they won third place yeah. with a high CBD strain. So people who think... Uh, you know, CBD strains can't compete against high THC strains. I mean, there's one that it, it's the flavor, but it's also like it provides just a well-being and a feeling of euphoria that, uh, you know, that, you know, for a high CBD strain to take third place in in a, in a category is just, uh, I think it's pretty monumental and new. All right. Well, there you go. And I mean, it doesn't hurt that it was grown veganic and hand watered with, you know, bio canna and all of that. I mean, that's, you know, that's what it takes to win. And we talk about that all the time. But um, to get the flavor and then to get out all of the, you know, excess salts and everything, a proper flush, a proper cure. That's the difference between good bud and cup winning pot. Right. And now you had told me, Dan, um, that there was an interesting story surrounding the third place finisher for seed company indica right yeah absolutely this is the white uh this is the knightsbridge og basically uh the guys that entered it lady sativa genetics um you know a guy that calls himself uh, jay hoover he's been out there on the internet for a while but they're a pretty new breeding outfit they're from the uk and he you know he he, he put it out there that he was going to enter and he heard you know of course on the internet all of that chatter about, oh, it's fixed, you know, you'll never win, you have to buy ads in the magazine, you have to be a sponsor of the cup. You know, he heard all of that, as we all know, um, you know, how people talk. And, um, but he, he, he kind of ignored the advice. He figured, okay, you know, even if it's fixed, okay, I'll enter and, uh, you know, I'll get some exposure. My, my strain will be on the list, my name will be in the thing. You know, I can't afford to, to, you know, buy an ad or take a booth, but I'll do the bare minimum, basically, is what he told me. And he placed, and he, when that happened, he, his eyes opened and he said, you know, it's, it can't be fixed. You know, this contest can't be fixed because I did the absolute bare minimum and I'm in the top three. So it was really heartening to hear that because, you know, you hear that over and over about every contest that's ever occurred, you know, on the face of the earth, you know, nobody ever thinks that they can lose, but um, for, to hear someone who doesn't think they can win, win, you know, it just, you know, it's it's heartening to hear that, and it was just really, um, really they were nice. Dancing on the streets. They were Friday dancing on the streets. Great, we saw them Friday morning, <laughs> just walking down the street, talking about, you know, five star hotels and having <laughs> fun, and and uh, and you know, that's when he told me, you know, Danny, now I know this contest is fair, 
and it's the first time he ever entered any contest ever, you know. So shout out to Lady Sativa Genetics and the Knightsbridge OG, um, great OG Kush Fino from uh, the UK. And like I said, it's not just the strain, it's the grower. So keep that in mind. You, you can accomplish these things too if you have the right genetics and you grow them properly. Yeah, that's a that's a great story, and we've seen that rags to riches uh, kind of scenario play out before with Big Buddha, who sure. entered on a whim and Reefer won. Man. Reefer Man, so very uh, cool. bunch of people who've just entered, you know, on a whim and and won, and and you know, it's life changing for them. So they remember, and it was just nice to hear that because we're constantly defending the honor, you know, of this judging system. So it's just nice to hear from the outside, like someone saying, like, hey, you know the scales just fell from my eyes and I saw like, hey, anybody can win. All you have to do is come with the fireweed. Vindication. Absolutely. All right, Craig, you're stranded on a desert island. You got three strains from this competition that you could take with you. Let's throw the White Walker out because I know that's your first pick. What are you taking? What are, what are your favorite are three we talking strains? Like flowers or concentrates? We're talking anything oh. from anywhere. Oh, what, man. what do you want? All right. Um, and, uh, Man, you put me on the spot. <laughs> all right, all right. You form. think about that. We'll swing back to it in a second. Um, let, let, I think I'd be remiss not to mention uh, every year you guys have the judges' dinner, and that's sort of where everybody gathers, and Craig goes over the scores with everybody, and you hammer out the first, second, and third place finishers. This year, you got to do something a little different, a little cool, right? Oh, we, we usually do it in a dark, hidden, private room, and uh, that tradition goes back to the days where uh, we were scared of everything as pot smokers, and now we came out of, into the sunlight a little bit and actually <laughs> went to a semi-public place and did this. Uh, a good friend of ours that used to work at uh, Barney's Uptown, uh, he was actually the chef there, Nico has opened a, a new restaurant in Amsterdam called Zest. Uh, you know, the, what's the URL, Danko? You... It is uh, zestamsterdam.nl, so you can check it out, uh, right near the Jordan, the yeah. uh, river there. And, um, you know, they serve beer. They have great food. Yeah, it was kind enough to shut the place down for us for a night and, uh, you know, give us the run of it and do our thing. And Man, we're stepping up in the much. world. Oh, yeah. That's great. I hope we can do it again somewhere. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's very cool. Yeah, so gone to those days where we're in a, you know, a small little closet and seeing people one yeah, at a time. You, yeah. If you're listening to this and you have a restaurant in Denver, email us. <laughs> All you have to do is close it for about three hours. <laughs> That's right, yes. And you might even end up with a little weed at the end of the we're night. Good, so. We're good tippers. We are very good tippers, absolutely. All right, Dan, I'm going to ask you that same question. What are the three strains or uh, you know, any, any three entries you could take? What are you taking? Hmm. Wow. All right, all right. If you're pinning me down... Uh, I am. For... I'm forcing this out of you. <laughs> okay, so I think from the coffee shop category, uh, one overlooked strain I thought was Kosher Kush, which was available at Voyagers, and that was a fantastic... Shout out to Danny, man. Voyagers. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Voyagers is great shop, cool people watching, and great weed and great hash, and they're, they're just nice people, too. You're going to have a good time if you go there, so... Um, yeah, the kosher kush from Voyagers was great. In the hybrid category, I think uh, I really like the shoreline from Devil's Harvest. I, th- I just think that was a great um, version of that shoreline, and it burned perfectly. Um, sativa category, I'm going to go with uh, one that people uh, didn't get a lot of attention, but uh, our judges voted it highly, and I liked it a lot. It was called High Fidelity from Absolute uh, Seeds, Absolute ex- Exclamation Point Seeds. And I guess in the Indica category, I'm going to go with the Big Buddha cheese uh, from Big Buddha Seeds. 
right. Well, I, I, got, I got a question, Mike. There's a, there's going to be a torch in a, in a rig at this island, right? There, <laughs> of course there will be, and it will be endless butane for you. you. Make sure the ad guys can make that happen. That's right? going to happen. <laughs> Let me just say real quick, though. Is that shoreline uh, the same one, the Green Place one with the, the netter hash? Uh, did they use that strain, the Devil's Harvest? Uh, that I'm not sure, but oh, if okay. it's called Shoreline, then yeah, it's Yeah, the Shoreline po- solvent list oh. took second in Netterhash. So okay, interesting. Yeah, All right, makes perfect sense. Craig, you're on that island. You got your torch. You got your butane. What are you taking? Yeah, I'm looking straight at the seed company concentrate category, <laughs> hash category. Excuse me, I'm in I'm in the United States now. But um, <laughs> uh, I you know then I. I'm not even going to put these in order. They're all equal to me, and I just knocked the number one and two off just to keep it fair. Uh, we're looking at the Goji OG VFL uh, Staple Strain Seed Company. It was awesome. Uh, we really liked the, the Sherbert from Urban Paragon Seed Company, Cookie Fam. That was also pretty banging. And, uh, you know, Loud Seed showed up again with some super dank shit. It was Master Yoda. Uh, pretty sure it was a shatter. Like a, I don't know if it was a true shatter, but it was see-through and got me stoned as shit and tasted like some banging OG. Nice, nice. And that Goji OG, we've encountered that before at a U.S. Cups, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good strain, man. It was like a, a really good uh, sample that they entered, too. Nice work on, on the extractor. I think it was HGH Extractions that made that for them. Excellent. All right, well, I just got to say, on behalf of everybody who uh, participated, you guys did a bang-up job with the, the competition and getting everything done there, so thank you very much for that. Yeah, and big thank- thanks to all the judges, man. I'm not going to say who you are, but you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you to you guys also for allowing me to be part of that process and uh, see it from that other side. Awesome. Well, thank you, Craig. And, uh, you know, there's a really, really simple way to grow cannabis cup quality bud in your home. Yes. And it requires logging on to our sponsor, bcnorthernlights.com, and checking out the various grow boxes that they have. These are ridiculously well-built grow boxes if you're if you're going that route you cannot fail if you go to bcnorthernlights.com or check them out uh, you can give them a call at 888-236-1266 mention free weed and you will get a discount i believe at the moment it's six months of free nutrients which is awesome i know some of these boxes are expensive but the thing is you can make deals um you know you can put them on a credit card and ultimately the price of the box is minimal compared to what the box is going to produce for you and how much less you're going to spend on pot if, you, if that's what you're doing. So uh, yeah, BC Northern Lights. I mean, these guys build these things from scratch uh, up in Vancouver and uh, well, in British Columbia, I guess they're in, uh, they're in uh, Surrey uh, in British Columbia. And these, I mean, basically the wiring, the fans, the hydro equipment, the nutrients, everything you get is top-notch and the highest quality. So please check them out, uh, bcnorthernlights.com, and phone number is 888-236-1266. One of the things that's best about them is their customer service as well. So there's always someone there seven days a week uh, between 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. at least to talk to and uh, discuss the purchase and the maintenance of your BC Northern Lights grow box. Good deal. So check out BC Northern Lights, one of our oldest uh, sponsors. So thank you to them. And, okay, the, obviously for, for our free weed, free weed listeners, the, the biggest part of the cup that they're interested in is the competition, is all the weed and the hash, which we just broke down. But I think we should talk a little bit about the rest of the cup experience. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it is quite an experience. I call it marijuana fantasy camp for a reason. 
It really is. <laughs> you get to that expo and it's like there's Big Buddha and Arion and Soma you know Scott and... Romero, Dagnus, Soma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you get to you know talk to the people who make the you know genetics that we grow and the strains that we smoke. So it is you know a, a one-on-one participation basically um, at the booth with these guys and and you know that that I that I really do cherish. It's a great time to catch up and find out what new projects are on the horizon and you know it's uh it's awesome just at that expo to just walk around and we we got to do a couple of uh panels as well um one scheduled and one that was not scheduled you kind of jumped in and filled (laughs) in there when the when it was needed yeah and we met some great people yeah we had buddha big buddha and uh um you know the uh, dna boys and we managed to pull uh Aryan from the greenhouse up uh, for our panel to talk about the situation in Amsterdam oh, because that's cool. yeah. clearly there's a crackdown going on and if anybody knows the details it's going to be him so there was though like at, at the event the security was really checking about yeah the I mean five we, can't, gram limit. we can't talk about the event without discussing at least the expo <laughs> part of it without discussing the uh, the five gram limit and the venue um, which is basically the only venue that will have us at this point uh, because of all the political pressure on people. Um, it's a place where they normally throw raves and parties like that, but yet our party got, got more scrutiny than any rave that they've ever thrown, which is, which is interesting. But the mm-hmm. mayor was, was uh, you know, up their ass, and you know, the p- police and the government are all really cracking down, and you know, they don't want to lose their license, and it's fully understandable. They don't want to... Uh, not be able to throw parties and piss off the government and the na- the mayor. So, you know, they hired security to make sure nobody had more than five grams on them, but it really did uh, change the tone of the event uh, at that point as well because... Yeah. Everyone's you know, trying to comply, but sure. it, it just is a bummer that, you know, in Amsterdam, in this uh, supposed beacon of freedom, you have to kind of, you know, comply with the five gram limit. But Yeah, and the crackdown there right as things are changing back here is just, just it's not a good look it's not right. good for their you know future and for their economy or anything because you know people are going to get sick of that stuff and they're just not going to come over there anymore and if that's that what they want then that's fine but that's going to cost them you know millions and millions of euros in uh what they call narco tourism but what we call just tourism <laughs> you know yeah. i mean uh, so yeah, that was unfortunate that it had to go that way, but they've got a vote coming up in a couple of years and hopefully they'll vote these, um, black stocking conservatives out and, uh, get a better government. You know, they have a green party, they have all of that. And, you know, maybe they've been complacent for a while and they need to become more active, but certainly we can't just keep abiding by these stricter and stricter rules over there. No, but I, I do have to say, you know, not to compare this in any way to the year that we got raided a couple of years back, but... We were all in it together. You know, they were searching the staff, they were searching yeah. the vendors, they were searching the attendees, mm-hmm. and it's this same persecution that kind of creates this unity in the movement. So right. taking a bit of a silver lining look there. Anyway, uh, so that was sort of the expo, but we also had music each night. Yeah, great music, actually. Killer Mike and LP. Yeah, um, I watched that show with you. You yeah. were feeling that. Yeah, that was great. I mean, they're both qu- uh, quite the showmen as far as uh, performers. You know, not every hip-hop artist can put on a great show, but those guys really did have the crowd moving. And, uh, you know, it's just real hip-hop. You know, when you when you see it, you know it. And LP's been doing it for years. Killer Mike has been doing it for years. I, I remember... 
uh, El Producto from Company Flow back in the 90s. I mean, he's, you know, the Def Jux label and all that. I mean, he, it was cool just to hang with those guys and uh, smoke out and posted a photo, couple photos on Instagram of, uh, you know, being backstage with them, uh, having some fun. And yeah, and what a great show. That was great. And Marlon Asher opened that up as well, the Ganja Pharma. Yeah, man. It just wouldn't be a cup without Marlon Asher doing yeah. a little performing, so that was cool. And then, yeah. of course, Tuesday we had Smith & Wesson opening for Cameron. Yeah, yeah. A couple of acts from, you know, the New York City hip-hop past, but still, of course, the present as well. Duck Down and uh, Bucktown and all of that. And Cameron, of course, Killer Cam. Um, yeah, great show there. And the night after that... The Whalers. Yeah. That was awesome. That was an incredible show. I gotta say, you know, we, we, we do a lot of the hip-hop, and, uh, it, you know, it makes things a little easier. You're only flying over a couple people. They just have a DJ set up and then a microphone. But there's something about a live band. Although it's more stressful to put together, I run the shows, and it's very stressful, but <laughs> there is something about a live band that just creates this anticipation and excitement, and you could feel it in the air on oh, Wednesday yeah. night. That was the sh- that was definitely the show that, like, um, you know, even Dutch people came out for that weren't uh, necessarily cut people, so that was cool and uh, yeah, really good vibe. Packed, yeah, yeah, crowd was packed. And then, you know, there was the award show after that. So Right, and that, of course, uh, had that excellent moment where you introduced Jorge and presented him with the Dr. Lester Grinspoon Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. And, and, and you know, he was very, uh, very gracious and, and very humbled, I think, by the experience. He, he, he told me he had a really great cup. And, he looked uh, like he was having a blast. Yeah, yeah. He didn't, you know, he didn't have to do anything. He was being honored. It was, it was a great time, and and you know, he got to hang out with old friends and catch up. And so I think, I think he really, he he uh, appreciated the experience, which was nice. And, and I heard and, people say, "Well, why Jorge? Why Jorge? Do you know how many people learned to grow from <laughs> Jorge Cervantes? I mean, it's incredible. We, you mentioned that in your speech, right? Right. And we like to joke about like, you know, if we got like a gram for every grow we ever, you know, inspired or helped out, you know. We'd be drowning in buds, so <laughs> <That'd be a> nice <laughs> and occasionally scenario. we do, you know, and that's one of the nice things. And I actually, you know, I've had the experience of being of, of hanging out with him at one of these events, and you know, some old timer will come up to him and pull him aside and say, you know, I just want to let you know that you put my kids through college, you know, and those are the type of the things that give you chills when you think about them. Like you, re- he really had that impact on 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 that man's life, and you know, I mean that reverberates through history and I think that's what I was trying to say that when you plant a seed that seed isn't just the seed of one plant but it's the seed of many plants and throughout and it reverberates through history so um, growing cannabis is a political act it's not just um, something we do for fun or for uh, funds or anything else it's it's a political act every gram you grow is a gram that ne- didn't exist before you did that so keep that in mind and uh, Jorge's the king of that i mean as far as yeah. spreading that information so that was nice yeah and congratulations to jorge we also honored allison holcomb who yep. uh, helped pass i-502 in washington mm-hmm. legalized pot in that state yeah we did and she made a great speech as well um talking about you know our freedoms and uh she's you know she's the head of the aclu as well so she knows a lot about defending the defenseless and um that's that was really cool it was nice to you know, be able to fly her over and pay tribute to the things that she accomplished and the headlines that she inspired uh, with the, of course, the help and the work of many, many other people. But absolutely. um, Yeah. Now, that was a great moment. And then, of course, uh, something that we do each year is uh, induct a new member into the Counterculture Hall of Fame. 
Last year, uh, Cup founder Stephen Hager was inducted for the 25th Cup. For the 26th Cup, we inducted Ben Dronkers. Yeah, I mean, you, what can you say about Ben Dronkers? He started the Sensi Seed Bank. He started the uh, Hash Marijuana Hemp Museum in Amsterdam and also in Barcelona. Uh, he's just done so much that with um, hemp flax and... Uh, you know, I, it's in, immeasurable the amount of things that he's done. I mean, the strain named for Jack Herrer is a sensi strain. The, uh, uh, you know, just an incredible amount over 20 years of uh, of genetics and and cannabis activism and history. So yeah, that was nice to honor him. He's a true founder of that Dutch scene over there that uh, inspired all of us to legalize everywhere. Absolutely. Well, that was the cup, man. I mean, that's our recap right there. It was a, it, for me. It was a very rewarding uh, cannabis cup. I enjoyed. Yeah, it. yeah. Unless people uh, wonder or think, we will be back in Amsterdam next year, and we will be throwing a cannabis cup. So, uh, you know, just because we have these U.S. ones, just because we're looking to put them and throw them in other places, does not mean we're going to abandon uh, the place where it all began. Because you know, you you can't do that. You have to return and. Um, we have to fight the power and make sure that, uh, you know, they don't, they don't, their shutdown doesn't work on us. You no, know, we'll be we back find a way. we'll be stronger than ever. Yeah, we will find a way and we will be there. All right. And speaking of finding a way, if you need to find a way to grow some great pot, we have a suggestion for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great suggestion. It is Gorilla Seed Bank, our sponsor. They keep it real and they keep it gorilla. These guys are out of the UK. They have, uh... Everything you need from feminized seeds and auto seeds to regulars from Barney's Farm, Big Buddha, uh, Dynafem, Dutch Passion, every company you could imagine, TH Seeds, World of Seeds, Royal Queen, uh, Joint Doctor if you want like those great auto flowers. And basically, it's very easy to find them. They are at gorilla-cannabis-seeds.co.uk. Uh, you can call them. Internationally, from the U.S., it's going to be 0044208720-7323, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, local call rates will apply, but check them out. Gorilla Seed Bank, they have a ton of different seeds. If you mention free weed, I do believe that they are offering some free seeds as well. So with them and with our uh, Growbox sponsor, BC Northern Lights, you can grow Cannabis Cup quality winning seeds and weed at home so check them out it's g-o-r-i-l-l-a dash cannabis dash seeds dot co dot uk tell them free weed sent you and uh start growing today yes do all of that and uh we are now in the area that we like to refer to as the raw wrap-up wrap it up with raw yeah so let's put a bow on this episode um many thanks to craig coffee for coming on and talking to us about some of that pot and hash out in amsterdam yeah and thanks to all the participants in the cannabis cup all the judges that came over from all the many countries props to my russian homies that came out uh nazdarovia and uh spasiba and everyone from all over europe and all over america the canadians that were there we had south americans people from brazil and I mean, it's such an international event. So thank you guys for taking the trip and, you know, fighting through what we'd had to fight through as far as the, the, the setbacks and, and uh, crackdowns that they have going on because we will continue to fight. And that's one thing that our opponents should know is that they can't stop us no matter how, how hard they crack down, we fight back and yeah. we make it happen. Exactly. And thank you, God, for this. Paris. Yeah, yeah.
I guess not, maybe not God, but but uh, Sean Black, uh, John McCooey, and the Prank Dad people. Let's, uh, let's hope a, that goes viral. It, I just tweeted it out. I'm very. This is like this is making my day. I, I can't be happier about this. <laughs> So it involves everything I like. You getting hurt, slightly humiliated. It's just, it's brilliant. <laughs> right. I'm very excited. So check that out on prankdab.com. Yeah. Shout out to all the High Times volunteers that made the cup happen, all the people mm. working hard, um, all the sponsors, all the people at the booths that made sure that uh, our attendees were happy with their gift bags and all the different things that went down. Um, yeah. Our sponsor is Gorilla Seed Bank, BC Northern Lights. This is episode 48. Twas yes, we're uh, we're actually hopping a plane down to Florida tomorrow, but we will be back with regular free weed starting next Thursday with a full size cultivation segment. Probably some great interviews. So yeah. stay tuned for that. Awesome! Thanks for sticking with us, Jacques and Winstrong. Take us out on a high note. Okay.